developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files Going Deeper edition I'm excited for our episode today. We have the wonderfully charming Mary Fitzgerald from Selling Sunset with us. Biggest sweetheart. Why'd you shake your head? No, I, I was. it's like in disbelief. Like, oh, it was so good. I was like, did I say her name? <laughs> no. Uh, yes, Mary is with us. She is just a wonderfully nice, delightful she person. fabulous. We also are uh, debuting uh, a new segment on this uh, podcast. If you, if you haven't listened to other episodes this week we're not doing a mediation call today uh we're gonna spice it, up. spice it up we're gonna do texting office hours which was born out of us we explain it later in the episode of of securing date number two for Allie, who had decided that it was over and done with and we brought it back from the dead revived revived well and from my perspective i was like I felt like I was giving it my all and like not getting anything back. And then it wasn't until you guys were looking through it and you're like, no, actually, like I didn't realize I wasn't like giving as much as I thought I was because I think I was coming at it from a point of like already being frustrated. So I was like, gosh, I'm like still giving, even though like when you read it back, it's like, oh, no, you were pretty like curt. I also think, yeah, whenever you're like thinking about a situation that you're involved in and at the center of, like I always err on the side of kind of like trying to be protective of myself, which can mean like interpreting things like through like a bias in that direction. And yeah. so when you have like a separate of someone who's like not invested and not vulnerable and not like in a position where they're like rejection is on the table, yeah. et cetera, it's you, like you don't want to seem too needy. You yeah. want to sound chill. You want to like play it cool, which all plays a role in what we decide to text. And then we're worried about what they think, et cetera, et cetera. But early on, we often make the mistake of having these expectations for how we hope things play out. And we, we don't have the rapport with these people to communicate expectations. And what I mean by like, you know, you have one date with someone, it's kind of nuts to say, I kind of hope things work out kind of thing, especially if they haven't, you know, it's, it's a, it's touch and go. And then sometimes what we still have these expectations that will come out via how we communicate that could come across to the other person is confusing or or unclear or passive aggressive or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because I think it's hard because I think dating is kind of inherently goal oriented, even if that goal is not a long term relationship, although I think for a lot of people it is like. I think it's hard because when you're goal oriented, of course, like the second you see someone, you're kind of like thinking about like, are they going to make me achieve this goal? And it's like very easy to instead of like kind of feeling stuff out, it's I think it's just so easy to get invested in the idea of having a goal fulfilled, regardless of the person themselves mm -hmm. is how I feel. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, sometimes uh, we just need a little help with our texts. Sometimes you are. think it's dead and gone, and then, like Jesus on Easter, in comes the incoming text. And if I wish you could have all seen Nick's reaction when the rea- when the response text came in, we were all we were all Nick like, was so excited, and, like staring he, like, at your phone, bolted out of his chair. And, and we and we're not going to reveal the text that we sent, but it got an instant response. Instant response. And this is a boy who's been like lagging a little bit with his yeah, response that's time, true. You, you, and you, we got instant response. He stopped whatever he was doing. That he did. So we have a track record of excellence. <laughs> one out of one. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, we also have an update from a recent mediation call. Uh, if you guys remember, it was a couple that uh, was deciding where they wanted to move. He was the doctor mm-hmm. and she loved Southern California. And uh, she writes in, uh, Hi, Nick and team. This is Sarah. And I just wanted to give you guys an update since our mediation episode where we were constantly fighting over the deal that we made on where we were going to live long-term. Southern California beach life versus Pacific North forest life, which, yeah, she made that deal if you move out and she just assumed he would fall in love with Southern California. He did not. We ended up following a few pieces of Nick's and Chris's advice and have an awesome update. We threw out the idea of the deal and I made a conscious effort to shift my attitude and stop trying to convince Patrick to love SoCal. Instead, I channeled that positivity and passion into planning a road trip up to the uh, northern, up to Northern California, where we uh, we just got back from a trip and both ended up falling in love with multiple cities that we have a that have the perfect combination of pine trees and the beach. Instead of bickering about pine trees versus the beach, we spent the ten-hour trip back home. Excitingly planning our future in Northern California. Thanks so much, Nick and Chris, for the amazing advice and uh, outside perspective. It really helped us get back together as a team and has taken a huge weight off our shoulders. Can't thank you enough. That's such a good compromise. We just saved a, a relationship. I like that. Saving lives. Good for them. Great, great job. Thanks for the update. Uh, next week, uh, Freestyle, maybe a surprise guest. I haven't decided yet. I'm going to ask you guys what you guys think. I have a friend. She works at a place where celebrities frequent. It's Craig's. Well, no, it's not. Oh. But like, I get Craig's would be an example. Are we talking like nightclub, restaurant? Yes. Okay. But like, she has she's gotten to know these people, and 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 she's also been following the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, and I believe she's met both of them, and she just has a lot of like stories about people. She also has an amazing British accent. Win-win. So, like, I've thought of, like, having her on to give her two cents on on the trial as someone who's, like, she just always, like, she's one of those people who just knows so many celebrities. And I'm just wondering, I was on the phone with her yesterday, and I was like, is there a world where, like, you come on and, and share your insight as someone who's met some of these people? I don't know. And we have Erica Priscilla and her husband Scott will be with us for going deeper. Uh, I got, I met them at Coachella. They're awesome. Uh, they're hilarious. And if you don't know them, you, you're going to want to tune in. They'll be with us on Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to that episode. Uh, let's get to Mary. Mary, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I think you're our second. Yeah, second. We had Chriselle on mm-hmm. a couple times. Oh yeah, friend of show. Fr- friend of show. Chriselle's been on a 
couple times. A few times. A few at times. least twice. At least yeah. twice. She did an Maybe ass neck. Yeah. And then we did the. <laughs> I love Chriselle. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we love Chriselle too. We could talk about her all day. Um, I, I did a live on, on TikTok yesterday and yeah. I was watching Selling, Selling Sunset and I had in the background and the people on live said, Mary's having an amazing season. Aww. Is that how, it, do you, how, how do you feel about this season? I feel like you, you, you're like a, a, a star, like you're a focal point in the best possible way this season. Really? I, I have not heard that. No. I, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with this season and okay. how I'm like portrayed and stuff in this season because of my promotion and, and I think just in general. But, um, no, I've heard that actually opposite. Really? Like, yeah. Well, well, I, mean, I, you know. I heard it's all about like, um, Christine and her drama and then, uh, Jason and Chriselle's relationship and everybody else like kind of, like was on the back burner, but I, I, I guess I get I don't that, really but care. maybe we, <laughs> maybe it's coming from a place of those other two storylines you mentioned, yeah. sp- especially, and we'll certainly get into that, the <laughs> Christine of it all. It's like, I think we want something to root for. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to want to root for Michelle <laughs> <laughs> and that relationship because we know it's over. Yeah. Um, so now we kind of watch it more through a, a nitpicking lens yeah. of like, where did it go wrong kind of thing. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I just, I, I feel like that's maybe where it's coming from. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think it was a good, a good season. So regardless yeah. of, of what happened, we filmed so much too. And so there were so many sales and so many things that happened and it all got cut because no one anticipated at the beginning of the season, like they're showing, um, uh, Chriselle and, and Jason and their relationship. And then, you know, we're filming all this stuff and then they break up. And so then they're like, Oh, hang on, hang on. So then they're trying to film all this and all the other real estate stuff got cut. got cut. Yeah. Did so you get annoyed by that. Uh, no, I don't, think I'm annoyed. I don't get annoyed, but I do a, a little disappointed. Yeah. Cause you know, we get proud of, of our accomplishments sure. and ourselves and, and you want that to be shown. And, and, um, I wish it would have been, but at the end of the day, it's all about making a good show. And so my sales are still there, whether or not they're shown or not. Yeah. I mean, everyone's a little cranky when they're tired. 100%. I've been cranky all week. Miserable to be around. So get some good sleep. And if you don't have a Helix mattress, you're not getting the best possible sleep you can. Because once again, Natalie and I left town and we stayed like in, in, in the place we stayed at had like a nice mattress. It was like some sort of like memory foam, whatever. It was not Helix sleep. It was not my mattress. And we suffered for it. I took the Helix quiz and, and I was matched with uh, a mattress that fit my knee. I'm a side sleeper. Same. I, think, I think I have the midnight. But they have mattresses for whether you're a side sleeper, sleep on your back, sleep on your stomach, I feel like firm, soft, uh, something in the middle. They have something for everybody. And you don't have to take my word for it. They were voted uh, uh, best overall mattress in 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. They have a 10-year warranty and you can uh, try it for 100 nights risk-free. Don't take my word for it. They also will give you up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for $200 off and two free pillows. There is like no reason not to try Helix mattress now. If you want to pay off your student loans faster, listen up. Let's talk about student debt. You could potentially save thousands with refinancing. Federal student loan payments are on hold 
But with rates this low, now is the time to refinance. A road trip? A couch? A savings account? If you could save on your student loans, what would you do with that extra money? Well, limitless options, probably. A dog? A dog. A you could shirt. do so much. Ernest was voted best student loan refinancing overall by NerdWallet. And NerdWallet, they don't mess around. If, if, they get, if they say something's good, you know it's good. Ernest has some of the lowest rates, flexible payments, and an in-house team ready to help. With Earnest, you can change your interest rate, get a lower monthly payment, and never pay fees, not even late fees. By refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money, and combine multiple loans into a simple monthly payment. With Earnest, it only takes two minutes to see what your new rate could be, and there's no credit impact. And right now, Earnest is offering our listeners $100 cash bonus, refinancing your student debt at earnest.com slash V-I-A-L-L, not available in all states. Once again, you get $100 cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash V-I-A-L-L to refinance your student loan. Visit earnest.com slash V-I-A-L-L for more details. Not available in all states. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinancing made by Earnest Operations, LLC, NMLS, pound 1204917, California Financing Law, license number 6054788, 535-Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94105. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for full list of licenses. What so, was a story that you were hoping made the cutting room floor that, that didn't? There's a couple of them because I had quite a few sales, but, um, and then a couple of clients that were on there that are really fun, cool clients. And I think that the house that Emma and Chriselle went to where Emma wanted to sell, uh, she wanted to buy it for her parents. She, um, that was actually the one that I sold and my clients came, they filmed with me and they're like such a cute couple. Um, and it kind of told the story about what happens in real estate because I was showing them down in OC for a while. And there were so many things that had happened. And it, I thought it gave a really good insight as to what happens during transactions. And, and we were in escrow like four different homes. Um, and something so random happened in each one, but it also showed why inspections and, and getting all the disclosures are essential. And so there was a lot of drama in that where I always like to take it back to the real estate drama and not like the... The relationship. The, yeah, the caddy drama between the girls. And so, um, I, you know, I just, I thought that was going to be really good. And and it was fun to show them around. I know they were excited about the house, my clients I'm talking about. And so I was kind of bummed that that didn't show, that they showed uh, Chriselle and Emma doing the walkthrough and not like me actually selling it and yeah. and beating out like Emma's offer and stuff like that because that was fun and and it, it was entertaining does but... that stuff get personal since you like were beating out a colleague's offer no Emma and I are good friends I mean she was bummed for sure I mean she was like she was really bummed I sure. felt so bad when and they didn't show me ringing the bell because even when I rang it I was like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> but I was super excited but at the same time I'm like eh, I still I still did the right thing for my clients and I still sold it. So speaking of sorry, real, not sorry. <laughs> real, real estate deals. I mean, I was I gotta kind of get into the scene, but when mm. Chriselle, not Jason, Brett, Brett, Brett. when they kind of went in that deal together, yeah, and they had the secondary. Like Brett was more, I guess, aggressive. You yeah. know, about his client, he wanted to raise the price, and then he wanted no contingencies. Yeah, and as someone who doesn't know much about real estate, other than my own purchasing experiences. 
I totally was team Brett, even though he might have been a bit harsh. I was like, you have another buyer with a higher offer. Like, uh, why, why? Explain what, what, where was Chriselle coming from? And all, did you ultimately decided with Brett, though? Yeah, that, I did. In that moment. Yeah, I love Chriselle, but yeah, I did. I, I was like, I have to back Brett up on this. I mean, you don't. This is a, a very interesting market, and you have to take advantage of it. If you're representing your your seller properly, then and you have an offer that's higher and backup, and they are a legit interested buyer, then why yeah. would you not? You you either win by, you win regardless, because you get a higher offer and you tell them there's no, there's no um, credits. And so that person is dying to get in there. So, so why would you give away, you have a lower offer and then give away more money? Why would you do that? So, I, I mean, I get it. Like the person in there, it's not normal just to be like, nope, you get nothing. But in this market, if you have the have the backup offer, the tire, be like, if you don't want to do this, then we get a better offer. So take it or leave it. Do you enjoy being a manager now? I I do. I do, but um I think what's with, your favorite Chris, Christine is with, is my least favorite trying to deal with the drama you, and putting my sure. feelings aside because I have personal feelings about it and I and I want to defend my friends and and defend like um and agree with them when i know they're right and i can't i have to put that aside and be like okay i have no opinion right now what's best for the office how do i create um peace and how do i fix this situation between everybody so have you had to find did you find yourself in situations where the choice for the office was siding with christine versus like the personal side of siding with the other women did with me siding with Christine? Oh, God, no. No, but like you... <laughs> I think the opposite of like yeah. more like, yeah, like not necessarily being able to call Christine out to the degree yes. you might you want to. I have to, I have to be professional, professional and not say my personal opinion and get and get wound up about it. I have to just be like, okay, I'm I'm take my, my Mary hat off and my friend hat off and I put my boss hat on and I have no personal opinions. I'm like, what is right and wrong. How do I fix this? And, and how do I create, um, a better work environment for everybody? And so it, that's, what's hard. I know I'm almost always, well, actually always, uh, like have my own opinion, which is also in line with every single other person do, at the brokerage. Do we, so are we sitting with Mary or, or the boss? Oh, you're sitting with Mary, right? So, all right. So. <laughs> I, I'm not in the office. So let's uh, talk so some I'm shit. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But what what is the like? I mean, I, I've never met Christine. I actually I would love to get her on this show and and get her point of view. But watching it back, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. I it's just like at this point, like I, as someone who likes to be blunt and honest, and I I I, I hate it when people are overly nice and and try to get everyone to like them. So there's aspects of Christine at first that you can like, yeah, like she mixes it up. Yeah, you know, she she's she adds some flavor mm -hmm. to the conversations, but the stuff we're seeing this season, it's just more, you seem to just be alienating your friends. Yeah. You know, we're like, and we're like, we're, none of us are psychologists here. Yeah. So, but why do you think she is doing what she's doing? And just to like, that's the million dollar question. Any rumors? Like, this is just who she, this is not like an act she's putting on for the show. We don't know. You we, honestly don't know. We, no, we don't, we don't know. And it can't posit, well, it can't be for the show because she's doing it outside of the show. Yeah. Um, when, the, when the cameras are off, she does even worse stuff when the cameras are off. So 
but like the what? thing is, we all we all loved the Christine in season one. She was, and I used to live with her. I loved her, but uh, but she is just um, she's changed, and she the funny part. She always has like she's funny. She's like outgoing. She I think that part is good for the show. But what's not good is we all got into this for to show that women can do anything. You can be a boss. You can um you can like lift each other up. You don't have to tear people down like on Instagram and and everything. Everyone's trying to tear each other down to make themselves feel better. You don't have to do that. You can women supporting women and women empowerment and all that. We want to promote that. And so I feel like it's kind of taken a step back from that because there we can't control what she's doing. And, and sing. And so it's like, and it's confusing because she wants to be like this boss bitch kind of thing. And, and, and all, all she's doing is just being a bitch. And, and I mean, that's like, I, and so we're all just like, why can't you just do what Davina did? Like you realize you are alienating people by your behavior. And, and if you don't want that, if you don't want the negative comments from, from viewers, if you don't want like your colleagues to be like, Eh, I prefer not to hang out with you outside the office. Then change your behavior. It's not that difficult. Apologize and just don't do it anymore. And Davina, like she stepped up and she, I mean, she has, has impressed everybody. Like we, none of us thought she could change this much this quickly. And she's doing it just because she did some self-reflection and was like, okay, I don't like the way I'm coming across. I didn't realize I was doing that. And I don't want to alienate everybody that I work with. I want to be friends. And so... She's killed it. Why can't Christine do that? I don't know. So who? How many people have like tried to like reason with Christine? Everybody. So, like, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And you used to be. You used to live with her. Yeah. What What was your big falling out with her? There wasn't one specific one, although I I don't even talk about some things that she's done personally that I found out about, and I was like, seriously, I can't share um, it. I mean, there's no point. I mean, she, there's just it, she just. She does stuff just to hurt people. Um, she'll leak stories about stuff like personal. She'll leak things. She like does. She just does some messed up stuff, and it's like, why? Why would you do that? And and then she'll say, oh, but I want to be friends. I'm I'm really trying to do something different, and she doesn't. She just like does. She just does messed up stuff. So it and really so, is just kind of chaotic. Yeah, it's like, it's beyond chaotic. And and it it's everyone feels like they've tried to like see her side so to speak where it's just kind of like i we've all tried to help and and then she just like she just um stabs everybody in the back and just does stuff that where everyone's just like enough like we've tried and then now everyone's just like you know what You're, she's not even a part of our lives we don't care anymore it, and the storyline to us is like super old yeah. because we're like well, i mean you're not part of our life we all hang out we all have fun we do like really we there's real estate drama and drama within like other stuff like in in our personal lives that they could show but um just with christine it's like we're so over it we don't we really don't care is anymore. She, is she done with the <laughs> show? Is she going to be done? I have no idea what she's doing. I, I have no clue. How does it work with like Jason and Brett? Like at some point, I mean, I know there's a TV show mm -hmm. that you're making and we love yeah. the drama and obviously like, is that, how does, and I'm, I'm, I am curious, like where does, where does like Jason and Brett draw the line between like, Hey, we have to, we have a business to run versus is it Netflix or whatever production company coming in is saying we have a show to make? Yeah. Um, I think there's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, Jason 
there's a little bit of both because of the show being there. I mean, we kind of have to tread lightly because they get a decision too. But Jason has Jason gets say over who's at his brokerage. This is a real brokerage. We all do this, and and her behavior has been it makes us look bad, and and it's um we we can't tolerate it. So we have to um, take steps to protect the brokerage, whatever Netflix and and um, production and everybody wants to do, if they want to keep her on the show in a different aspect, I don't know, that that's up to them. It's not under in our control. And I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but but as far as the- If it was your decision? Uh, you know, that's a tough one. I mean, at the brokerage, absolutely not. Um, she, she cannot be at the brokerage if it were my decision. And I mean, I- I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say, um, like regarding that. But if it were my decision, absolutely no, not. It, on the show, I don't know. I I know she's good for the show, um, in in one in one aspect. But I, I feel like it kind of still takes away from like the the positivity and the point of the show. So, uh, but I know she's good for it. Um, people love her outgoing, crazy antics and and her wild clothes and stuff like that so i'm not saying that she's not um beneficial but at a certain point i think i mean from all of the comments that i see um that people are saying that everyone's just over it um and so i don't know how much is just like they're saying that to me because because they know like we're all at that point i'm sure she gets other comments too who knows what did you make of her not attending the reunion taping and the, I know there's been some controversy over whether, in fact, she did have COVID or not. Once again, I think she she doesn't show up to a lot of things, and 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 I think it was very unprofessional, very um, disrespectful to not show up. We were all tested on Tuesday, and then on Friday we were all negative. Amanda wasn't, so we all tested again. Um, but Amanda zoomed in, um, and you could tell she was sick. Um, she said she had COVID, COVID team. Uh, we, we could test by our own COVID team. They went over there. She wouldn't open the door. Um, and then and she, she could have zoomed in yeah, to your point. Yeah, but she, yeah. And she, she didn't even want to get tested by the team. But who did she get tested by? Like we have our team. So you don't, you don't believe. And, no. And then she shows up on, on, on another set two days mm-hmm. later. So either she was irresponsible, disrespectful and unprofessional, or like everything towards that production team and, and putting them yeah. at risk and not saying anything or she's well, she lying lied. for us. Either way, it's wrong. That's my opinion. Take it away. Olive in June, I liked it so much that I asked for more stuff and and they sent it. Your nails and look they great. Sent Thank it. you. Yeah. The good thing about Olive and June is that they're like basically manicure nails are different than at home nails for the most part. But like going to the salon is expensive. It's sometimes a hassle. And so what they do is they give you these nail kits that way you can have like manicure quality, but do them yourself. And they have not only awesome like kind of traditional paint on nails, they have press ons, which I had never tried before and am personally a huge fan of. They have all these sick designs. The colors are really beautiful. And also their top coat is like the best top coat I've ever used. Like my nails. Look at that. That's glossy. I had them done for like Mm. two weeks and they've barely chipped. It's it's a it's a really good. I genuinely like them so much. The best part about their nail kits is because you have everything you need in the kit. And I feel like sometimes nail polish brands or press on brands like don't actually care for your nails or do all the steps together. So you're going to like a drugstore and you're picking up a top coat and you're picking up a file like it's all included for you. And 
probably a great way to travel too because then you just grab the one thing and you know you're good to go. Well, you heard it from these ladies right here. Natalie's also a big fan. Getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true. And with Olive and June, your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first Manny system. Oliveandjune.com slash V-I-A-L-L. What is your, like, whether you're filming or not, it might be different, but, like, how frequently are you in the office or do you see the other girls? Like, are there certain people that you really only see during filming? Or are you, like, seeing each other frequently when you're not filming? Uh, we see, oh, yeah, we're all really good friends. I was just, um, we were just uh, in the desert. I was just, I stayed with Heather and Tarek at their house and um, with Romaine and I went with them for uh, Stagecoach. And we stayed with them. Jason and Amanda came out. And so we all hung out. Um, Brett wasn't able to make it. But yeah, Chriselle, Emma, Heather, Tarek, Romaine, uh, th- that whole group where we're, we typically hang out like all the time. Um, Chelsea has been um, talking to us a lot more. Um, I think Emma and Chriselle like see her more than I do. Um, but I think she's I think she's a great addition to the show, though. I like Chelsea. And I feel like, you know, and you spoke so much about how there's so much like uplifting and supporting each other. I am yeah. curious because it's obviously an incredibly competitive environment. Yeah. How do you navigate your own competitive spirit with these like friendships that you want to maintain and show respect and love for? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it causes any problem for me. I mean, because business is business. As long as you treat someone with respect and, and yeah, these are my friends, these are my colleagues, and but it's business at the end of the day. We're representing our client, so you have to do what's in their best interest. It's nothing personal. As long as you don't do something like underhanded, then, I mean, that would be that that would be messed up but not, none of us are like that we like we try our best we represent our clients do the best of our ability and may the winner ring the bell i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what does it entail when you when we like add new women each season like obviously we started with Chriselle joining season 1 but mm-hmm. we've had Emma join and Vanessa and now Chelsea yeah is that a decision from production to bring someone in is that a decision from the brokerage is it both? Have they but, worked there before? Are they a cast member? Like both. Okay. Um, both. There's a couple people that um, I think uh, Amanda when she when she joined that was a personal thing because she's been doing the staging and everything for a while. And Jason keeps saying you should get your license so you can do both. Like if you meet a client, you can not only sell them all, but then you can stage it, like get ready for the listing that you can like create your own like furniture. one-stop that, shop. Exactly. So um, we talked her into getting her license. She still likes design way more, but <laughs> she's too creative and artsy. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with this, with this side of it. But she's still doing stuff, but she, she really likes likes the the creativity has a show ever considered like incorporating more like like celebrity buyers yeah where it's just like we've had some yeah but have that be more of a thing Mm yeah i mean the more the kind of like i kind of integrate it more like yeah we've had we've had quite a few of them um i think the ones i'm missing like karamo came on which was a fun like netflix did he buy a show oh yeah yeah i did french montana um um you had someone season one that actor i'm blanking oh oh tay diggs yeah yeah 
and then um <laughs> and then um let's see and then Chriselle has had a couple NBA players um Chriselle was touring with Larsa Pippen for a while trying to find her a place oh, yeah. cuz she okay. wanted the basketball court for her son yeah and then she just had um just he's a, a Thomas Bryant I yeah. think yeah. So she just so had a him. Lot already. Yeah, and then yeah, we we have quite a few. Uh, and then the bigger the show gets, the more celebrities like they're willing. They see like they're not portrayed poorly, and so they're willing to come on. Sometimes the problem is with celebrities is they have competing um, contracts, so they can't be on the contract sure. that they're in. Like if it's on a different network, then then a lot of times they can't do it. Even even Tark and Heather, like he can only be on a certain number of times on our show yeah, because he, it competes yes. with theirs. And her same thing for her because and we have to try to find some middle ground. If if especially when you're in a relationship with someone, it's like. Well, Is that you, why we didn't see Justin on the show back in the day? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I, I'm not really sure if he if. If he would, if he could, I'm not okay. really sure about that, but I do know he had a competing mm-hmm. um, contract. A lot was made, kind of in jest, of of Jason's phone call and the picture. I, I I was on a very different reality TV show, so things are done differently. I just remember watching season one and Jason was a phone call, and I just mm. thought to myself, "This is some good acting by Jason because, like, this is definitely a fake phone call. This was my opinion." Uh huh. Well, we but, we just did on the way in the sprinter. We actually did something super funny because they just keep saying stuff like this over and over, and we're getting ripped apart in the media about it. So we just did a video, um, just like just debunking the whole thing. And I have it on here. I don't know. I, Jason said he hasn't posted it yet, but I actually have it on my phone. I can show What's it to you What's the guys. video? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so basically, Jason is sitting across from Amanda, and he's like, he uh, Amanda calls Jason. She's like, hey, Jay, what's up? And they're both on speaker. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, I want to send you a video really fast. And so he like scrolls through. He goes to his camera. He's like, oh, wait, I'm going to take you off speaker. Um... Hey, so, and you can still see the video on the, on the thing, but he's talking to her. And then she's like, oh, wait, okay, hang on. I'm going to take a picture of Romaine right now. And, oh, I'm going to send it to you. He's like, oh, yeah, I see it. Oh, that's really great. And oh, you can we, hear the... We tested that earlier today yeah. on the episode. We actually, we <laughs> yeah. did that. I still think it happens where, because it's a reality TV show, because I'm thinking, of course they fake phone calls, and maybe you guys don't. But I'm thinking, well, if I'm a client, I don't want, I don't want my phone conversation. Well, we tell them to be we, on the other no, half. No, we of it. tell them before. I mean, there, there's sometimes they don't want to be on it all. Yeah. Um. And so, so we'll just be like, "Oh, hey, I just got off the phone with my client," and we'll say what the actual conversation so, was. But sometimes they don't want to be involved. Um. But then sometimes they're like, "Hey, we're we're getting ready to film. Can would you mind like just this is what we're going to be talking about? Do you care if you're on camera? Um. Just on audio." And they're like, "No, it's cool." So then we give them a heads up. So we're not going to blindside any of our clients. That's really bad for business. So 100% <laughs> of the phone conversations we've seen on the show have all been real phone conversations, which I also don't like, by the uh, way, um, I don't care if they're almost, fake. <laughs> almost all of them. Yeah. Sometimes like um, there's sometimes we'll use for our client, we'll use their assistant or we'll use sure. somebody else instead where they'll have a representative yeah. of their team. So everything's not exactly like that's not the buyer. It's their it's their like their manager goes instead of the client or the whatever because they want to be kept private. They don't want people to know where they live. They don't want like anything. So so we'll work around it where we can still tell the story, but um, but it's one of their 
a member of their team that that is in place of them. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I I just of course it's like a you guys have to make a TV show you know and sometimes you have to and everybody doesn't want to be out there have all yeah. their private sometimes stuff sometimes you have to drink open. out of gold goblets because you know <laughs> continuity continuity uh, when is the reunion air May sixth what can we expect what can you tease Ooh. I think it is going to be. From what we were told from um, from some of the people, it is the most um, emotional, entertaining, um, kind of uh, eye-opening uh, reunion. Like where it's it's a mature reunion, like where there's not the cat fighting. I mean, there's arguments, there's like stuff like that. But I think it's more like seeing um what has happened and seeing the relationships between everybody. And it's and there's like. Uh, there's one like oh my god moment that I everyone I'm not gonna say but there there is a um, breaking news on it. Someone's pregnant. I um, cannot say, but everyone's gonna have to watch because it I is. I felt like big, we got. I felt like she news. had to like pretend not not make eye contact. No, uh, no, I'm I'm just gonna let everybody watch. But it is a everyone's gonna be like oh my god. Yeah, it's it's mind-blowing like i mean i knew but i i didn't know that it was gonna be revealed like here and i was like oh my god oh my god seriously oh my god Someone's and i was pregnant. like i was like oh but then I, even like there's a uh, very emotional parts too where i mean people, like many of us were like just crying and and it was and but you see like when people that are like hey did uh jason and chriselle fake this uh relationship for the show you guys are gonna see, like, I mean, you cannot they make get into it a you little can't, bit. You know, you can't make up the emotions that that were that were involved in. And I think it'll show people, like, you know, there's so much drama uh, on the show, but there's so much love too between so many of us. Oh, it just breaks my heart every. Is year. there a reason that we didn't? You said you filmed uh, so much and so much had to be cut. Yeah. Is there a reason that we didn't see their actual breakup? It went from Jason talking to you and Amanda to Chriselle informing Emma. Mm. And I felt like we kind of, like that would have been good to see if it was filmed. Sure, it was, but, like, I think they, it was too emotional at that time. They probably just did it yeah. and didn't want to recreate it because yeah. it is their they, they personal couldn't, life. Totally. Yeah, they couldn't, re they, it was too emotional. They couldn't recreate also, it with like, each other. also like, how do you do that too? It's not like The Bachelor where it's just mm -mm. like, hey, by the way, I'm going to break up with my girlfriend. Do you guys want to film this shit? Yeah. And like the only way to uh, actually have done that would have been to do what like Ari did to, to Becca, where you blindsided her with cameras, and be like, oh, by the way, I have a I'm film. ambushing you no, before I break truly, your heart like, and like embarrass the you. Only, that's the only way to do it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you dated Jason. You're friends yeah. with Chriselle. You work for Jason. Yeah. Like team in the like who 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 did you empathize with more in the breakup? Oh, I I don't take sides in it. I, I honestly like I know it sounds like like a lame answer, but I love both of them. And I I just wanted I wanted to help see if if they could come to a resolution. And I talked to Jason about it a lot. Like if if there's any way, like tried to help him get his mind around um around being a dad and being ready to go. He would be so amazing. He really would. So that um, was the big but, thing why they broke up? Like yeah. he didn't want to Yeah. Commit, that that, that really. was that was that was it. Mm -hmm. That that was why they broke up. He realized that he he was not ready. Just um, kind of a to, fuck boy at heart. 
no, he just like. I was shocked that he went this far. Like he, he well, because that's the reason you two broke up. You said like right. back in season one, you were like, we dated for a year, but he, yeah. you know, Mr. Commitment issues. He didn't want to settle down, right. bachelor at heart. Right. So I was wondering, like, did you think this was going to be the different one? Yeah, yeah, I did. Why? Because he was so different with her. He was. He. he I mean, he would. They would still be together if. If I think if she didn't want to have kids right away then um, they would still be together. They are a great match. They um, have so much respect for each other, had such an amazing relationship with each other. Um, but he, they both did the right thing. She was honest with herself. She wasn't going to compromise um, any longer. She's at an age that she just didn't want to compromise what she wants in life. And he was doing the right thing and was being fair and honest with her when he realized, I, I'm not ready yet and probably won't be for at least a couple of years. He told her, and so they just made a mature decision um, based on what they need and want in their own lives. And so it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking for them and for everybody that loved them because they were so amazing together. But they did the right thing. Um, it doesn't mean it's not sad, you know. Yeah. So Who do you think was more heartbroken? They both went through it. Okay. They watched the, watched the reunion. I, I think J Jason is still, like, he's still processing and still, like, you know. Did, May 6th, watch a reunion. It's only a couple of days away. Yeah, yeah, everyone will see. And I think I think it'll be very, very um, eye-opening for everybody. You're going to see a different side. Of Jason. Of, you're going to see a, di yeah, you're going to see a different side um, that that is what we see, like, as, as his really good friends. Um, and why we are, why as his ex-girlfriends, why we are all friends, like the girl that married us on, uh, on this show, that's his other ex-girlfriend. And so. He's got a lot of ex-girlfriends. Yeah, I know. know. She works at our brokerage too. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but we became friends too. I was scared to meet her when, when we first started dating, I was scared, but we became like super good friends. She married us, um, like Romaine and I, and then she works with all of us. And, and, but this is why I think people will start seeing like where it's not so weird, like that we all hang out because after a breakup, like there's so much love still. It's just like, we all could look at, at what we're capable of. We're all different. We all want different things. It doesn't mean that like they're, the other person's not a good person. It just means we're not right for each other or not sure. right for each other right now or whatever it is. If you were to play a therapist, why do you think Jason is so <laughs> reluctant to settle down jason and Bernard both the same way i really don't know i you know i think i think i think they just um it's just who they are some people are you know some people are like super big family guys they want like they want a family it means so much to them some guys want careers and that's all that matters to them it's just who they are but their dad was like a bachelor for a very very long time too but he's now engaged and settled down and the happiest he's ever been but he's like what 70 something so I don't know. Maybe they'll hit that point sooner or later, sooner than later. But um, and the, both the brothers are in the same. They're spot. they're exactly the same. Who? Yeah, because Brett broke up. I forget his girlfriend's name. She was in Europe with you guys. Tina. Did they break she, up as well? Yeah, but they're still really good friends. Okay. Um, she hangs out and goes to um, events with us all the time. She is awesome. Everybody loves Tina. Yeah, she still she still hangs Tina. out with us like constantly. Do they kind of follow suit, Brett and Jason, when? Like if one breaks up with their girlfriend, do you think? Yeah, they tend to. Like, I don't know if they mean to do. I don't think they mean to do that. But they're both like they're so they're 
very different in certain ways, but they're very similar too, where it's like that twin aspect. It's like they both almost instinctually feel what each other's feeling and, and somehow like, like if one of them actually gets married or has a kid, I feel like the other one will yeah. shortly thereafter. Uh, maybe Jason, I, in my opinion, would be the first one to do that. Um, Brett, maybe. Maybe he would. I don't know. Why do you think Jason would he be would, the first one? He would one? at least be in a serious relationship, probably. But Why do you think Jason would be the first one? I just think he wants it more. He he really, I, he wants it more and he's he's... Chriselle maybe she, opened the door to yes, that. Yes, yeah. Chriselle changed him. So she now really, he's closer. He wasn't all the way there, but... Yeah, he's not yeah. there yet, but he's... I think he's closer where um, sometimes... And, and again, like, people are in your lives for a reason and whether or not, like, the, he wasn't ready yet and she wanted they wanted different things but people are, are in, in each other's lives for a reason and it takes you on to whatever is supposed to be and it makes you who you're supposed who you're supposed to be in the future and like you know do you think Rochelle would take him back if he begged and said he was ready to have kids <laughs> it's just your opinion <laughs> you could be wrong we won't hold you to it I'm going to just not answer that. Come on. I can't. I can't answer it. What you think? I can't. Yeah, I Should can't. Should we call her? Friend of show, Chriselle? No. Just be like, hey, quick question. I can't. I, she'll know. She'll, she'll be, be like, thank you, Mary. Thank you for always <laughs> like having my back and just pleading the fifth. Um, like, no, I just, I, yeah, honestly, I think everybody, the question was asked on uh, at the reunion. Um, and so I think think you have to watch the reunion to hear the answer to that question and 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 some other questions so they're okay <laughs> i know they would kill me i would get in so much trouble if i gave away the info like before just so asking your I, opinion i, I uh, time will tell sounds like maybe time will tell i don't know <laughs> i hope so i will leave it at i would love nothing more than for them to be together i love them together but I love them being happy and being true to themselves more than than I love them being in love okay. or whatever, <laughs> whatever reason. Right. What's been the key for you having a relationship throughout the show and, uh, you know, the show blowing up in such a big way and gaining momentum and being under the public scrutiny? Like, how have you been able to kind of, like, protect you and Romaine's relationship? And do you have any advice on kind of mm. what you've learned in this really, like, high-stakes environment about love? I never really think about it too much, actually. Um, Romaine is such a rock. Uh, he, I feel like we just, we we just are ourselves, and we're so busy all the time that we just cherish every single minute that we actually get together, and um, and then we have. It also helps having all of our best friends around us that are going through this at the same time because then they have they understand they get it about what's going on they have inside knowledge and the pressures of of people always commenting always having an opinion and putting lies out there in the media and stuff like that and so we have a really good support group around us so if we do have an issue or get in fights it's like the first person Romaine goes to was Jason because I, it's so funny like where um like he goes and talks to him because he knows like Jason always has my like has um has my ear and 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 vice versa and 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 he knows that Jason will know how to handle a situation with me 
um, the best and can give kind of a, a different perspective. And then same with same with um, Romain. Like where I'll talk to Jason about it too. I'm like, I don't understand like this or that. And he's like, okay. And because he's friends with both of us, and and he hears both of our sides, and and he's just like he's such a supportive friend. And the girls too. Like we we talk to we we just talk to all of all of the, our friends about about stuff if we have a problem. And and everybody has nothing but love and support and good intentions to try to help us through it but really, we really don't hit many hard times I mean we kind of laugh things off because we know that we're the ones living our life people don't know I mean what happens behind closed doors and how happy we are or, or an argument we have and about uh, whatever but uh, we just we just live our life really you know and we've we've learned how to um fight better too um, over the years, we we realize we're stressed out a lot, and we get just on edge. And we, you know, when we come home in a in a moment, we're like, no, 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 yeah. like, and just like, you know, just like let it out and vent to each other. And and so we've learned don't take it personally because it's like if if the, one of us isn't making any sense and it's not based on anything, we're like, sorry, you had a bad day. I love you, baby. Good night. <laughs> and we just like put ourselves in corners, and we'll wake up and we're like. Hi, honey. <laughs> We're better. You sleep on it. We're okay. Because it's not we, when we do have arguments, it's not actually about anything. We don't argue about anything. I have one more question before we get to. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna hopefully help us with our. We have this new segment calling text office hours. Okay. People are gonna call in if. Ooh. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Um, and we're gonna give them. We're gonna tell them what they should text in okay. the middle of a fight or a conversation. It'll be fun. Uh, but before we get to that, um. I mean, you're a mom, uh -huh. and you 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 were a young mom, yeah. And we talk about relationships and dating a lot on, on this show. But wh like, what advice have you given, or do you have for people, you know, young mothers or single parents out there who are dating, who you know maybe have some insecurities about that, or just like just struggles that come along with that? Like, what was that like for you? And what what are what is advice, if anything, that you've learned that maybe you wish, like, I worried about this and I shouldn't have, or this is something I wish I was more mindful of that I didn't consider? Yeah. Um, I would say what I should have been more careful of, um, introducing people to my son, um, at like right from the beginning and in my head being young and dumb, I was thinking we are a package. We come, I mean, we come together. So if you're not okay with it, bye. Um, but in hindsight, I should have, I should have decided if the relationship, like made sure it was very clear from the start, but make sure it's worth even like there's some sort of like stability and at first um before i introduce my son to them because then it's like here's like revolving door or something and, yeah, and i was like sense. that is not smart when but you're I was young yeah. when you're younger did you feel like that was more coming from a place of like you said like we're a package deal so you almost yeah. wanted to make sure they accepted both yeah. of you and it was almost kind of yeah seeing how they felt how, how they reacted to each other if my son like hated them or or if they were just like rude or or like dismissive um to my son and i'm like this isn't gonna be a good fit um so i that was where my head was at at the time but it, i should have waited longer um before introducing him it, i just feel like there was a bunch of random people like i mean it wasn't it didn't affect him, but just if I could do it over, sure. I would have protected him more from just like 
the one or two month like relationship kind of people. I'd go on a couple of dates, like three dates or something, and then introduce them. And and I was like, no, it could have been way longer. Interesting. Like six months, maybe. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, we're we're calling Audible today. We're starting this. We had this idea because of Allie. Allie, thank you. Uh, Allie had a, a dating situation. She was texting this person. Texting, we yeah, this person that I was like into, but from my perspective, like basically my perspective of the situation was like, it's dying, it's dead, how disappointing. And then it wasn't until I got Nick's, and Nick went through my whole phone and was like, well, no, you brought this upon yourself. <laughs> well, first she sent the text, she sent us a screenshot, right, at first, yeah. and then she gave us context. And our, my and Amanda's response was, fuck this guy, basically. Like, he's immature, whatever. Yeah. And then, then they came over, we were doing some work, it kept brought up again, and I was like, so what's going on? And we got a little bit more context. We also found that the original screenshot that Allie sent us was altered. altered. She deleted she, uh, one she of her responses. documents. <laughs> I deleted oh one God. text. <laughs> one. Uh, I thought it was very relatable, but anyways, uh, relatable. Like she was self-conscious. It's fine. Yeah, y'all and, are hard. Like yeah. it's not an easy. But then we got more context, and <laughs> as we peeled back the layers, I think the thought was, maybe this isn't dead yet. Maybe you're like, basically. Long story short, very relatable story. She had a nice date with a guy. Mm -hmm. After that first nice date, she knew she was excited about him. Which well, is so natural and human. It's yeah. very, it's very relatable, very natural. And then so, so and then but she also chased a little bit. She set up this thing and didn't. He didn't respond the way she wanted. And my whole takeaway was like, all we know is he's not as excited as you are right now. Yeah. But if you really like him, and you like him, what's wrong with pursuing him? We came up with a text. Yeah. Got a lightning response, Once. which brings us to this segment. We have a proven track record and of success. Allie went from thinking <laughs> okay. this was dead in the water to having a date tomorrow night. Oh, so, okay. So you got they saved you. I guess. So <laughs> we got our second date. Yeah. So yeah. here we are seeing if we have the same type of magic. We don't know what all these stories are, but we basically okay. they want a, our help crafting a text. Okay. How's it going? Hi there. It's going good. Thanks. My name is Catherine. I'm 39. All right, Catherine. How can we all help? So I've been communicating with somebody for about a month that I met online and uh, we went out on a date. Everything went great. And um, following that, he sort of had some stuff come up with his ex and kids, which I totally understood. He kept me in the loop about it all. But I sort of put it in his hands to let me know when he'd like to get together again. I did a check-in yesterday because, you know, he's been back in town for about a week. And I'm like, hey, when are we going to get together? Um, and basically said, like, if the stuff going on in your life is too much, let me know. But, um, like, I'm still interested. And if you'd like to get together again, let's do that. And he let me know that, yeah, maybe it's not a great time. Um personally just right now and and I guess what I'm trying to figure out is this is probably going to be the last text I ever send to this person and I'm wondering if it's like appropriate to say something along the lines of are you interested in talking again when things clear up for you if so feel free to reach out uh see if I'm still single or if I should go down the road of like 
I don't, I hope you don't think I was wanting like a serious relationship off the hop. Like I was just wanting to go on a second date. So like, if your personal stuff is so big that that's not even possible, like, is that all just yes? So what I said to him was, I'm wondering if we're due for a bit of a check-in. Are you wanting to make plans at some point? Is the other stuff going on making this a bad time for you to pursue dating? I feel like I've been clear about my interest and appreciate your openness about the stresses you've got going on in your headspace. But I'm still wondering if you see things progressing here. I'm not trying to add pressure. I'd just like to know your thoughts. How many dates have you had with this person? How many dates have I spoken to How him? many dates? One date. You've had one date. How many times have you hung out other than the, just one date? Or like just one day communication. For yeah. A little bit? FaceTime, phone calls, and like intensively texting for a month. For a month. Okay. okay. That's that matters. Yeah. Um, so then he said, You're not wrong. There's been bad timing in regards to prior life stuff that I'm heavily involved in due to my children. And the other is work. Work's more of a private life killer than anything else. I know I haven't given you the time needed as we started almost a month ago to see where things could or are like are or could go to. I've pulled back in my pursuit of that because until my old life matters are taken care of, this new life I'm working towards will not get the attention it needs. I'm so sorry, but I'm just not ready for this just yet in my life. I do understand if you ghost me or whatever it's called. I'm like, what am I supposed to keep talking? Uh, No, (laughs) so like, here's what I think. I I think... I mean, you read it all, but you really focus on the word yet. And I think he yeah. inappropriately added that word. To like soften. To soften and gave you the maybe, gave you the false hope that I don't think is really there. You've only been in one date and I get you've been talking a lot, but like, I think you need to proceed with assuming this is just him deciding he it's not worth it and i think there's some sincerity when he's like yeah he probably is busy and there probably is stuff going on but it's he doesn't like that's not that's not going to change most likely yeah you know like the shit we have like going on in our adult lives it just he's he he wants to find someone he's willing to make exceptions for and Mm -hmm. put them as a priority despite this other stuff and unfortunately or maybe fortunately for you, it's it's not you. He, I think he pulled a me, like where I, I try to like soften yeah. blows, like to everybody, like where I'm like, I'm getting a point across, but but I mean, the result's the same, but I try to do it where it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings and, and where it's like, no, there's all these other things. And you're right. I think he shouldn't have said yet. It just, yeah. Like, I'm just, I don't know if I'll be ready like, to move forward. There's things I'm taking care of. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I will, but uh, like, Good luck, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I feel honestly, like that maybe yeah. we're wrong. But I would I say like no. We're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you, I, I don't think you need to send him anything. I definitely you don't like react. I definitely don't <laughs> like a thumbs up. A thumbs up. I thumbs up. I think I. I don't think. Here's why I don't think you should. You should definitely not send a. Well, let me know if your mind changes. Some version of that because that's okay. going to put you in a very vulnerable state. Like that's what that's like, you're going to lose your power, so to speak, because Mm -hmm. in your mind, once you send that tax, even if you like know that it's not going to happen anytime soon, there's going to be part of you. That's going to put like, that's like, like start the timer. Like you're going to start waiting for him to like figure it out. And still in the back of your mind, always be hoping that maybe he will call, et cetera, et cetera. I think just for your own peace of mind, you got to accept that. Like that's almost certainly not the case. And so if you're going to reply, I would just say some version of, 
thanks for being up front with me. Because at the end of the day, yeah. minus the yet, you're he, mm -hmm. like he. I guess he could have strung you along and gave you some other answer, but let's say yeah. thanks for being up front. And um, I really enjoyed my time with you and, and leave it at that. Yeah. This is what I think you should exactly send. Thank you for, Please, I, really, I really appreciate your honesty. I really enjoyed my time with you. See you Good around. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. I Good like luck. that. Good see luck. See you around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll well, see you around or maybe I'll see you around or something. Good luck is kind of like, kind of jabby. Take care. I, yeah. Or, or like even 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 maybe leave like the end of just like um or just, just not, like no uh, sign off maybe yeah, I just, really enjoyed my thanks for being honest yeah I really enjoyed I really enjoyed my time with you thanks for being honest I really enjoyed my time with you send by just saying thanks for being honest and I enjoyed our time together it, listen it's I'm not trying to give you any false hope but I'm just saying you're yeah. gonna leave a good impression yeah as mm -hmm. opposed to in these moments you do not want to validate their decision not to hang out with you any longer. So any kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah, thanks for like, wasting thanks my time. <laughs> would be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am good. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. Are you ready to send it? Yeah, can we type it out? Oh, yeah. Well, I this is a bit Oh, yeah, that's what you signed up for, by the way. Because yeah. I No, because I also had said to him after he sent that, I was like, I actually did say thank you for your honesty. I can't really articulate a response right now, but I'll get back to you. And then, um, so now I'm just like, yeah. I don't think you should about... send anything then. Yeah, I think then that just, was a perfect... You sent it. Okay. Uh, oh, so just because you said I'll get back to you, leave him hanging. It's fine. He'll, yeah. He's not... He's not sitting around waiting for your follow-up. <laughs> I promise you. I don't. I hope. I'm sorry if that. No, it's okay. I've realized that. I'm well aware. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I know, I know I just, it's hard out there, but I really want to say though, like for the like early divorced people that all of my friends are in like 10, 15, 20 year marriages. You're it for me as far as dating advice. So thank you because like. Nobody else can give me any practical <laughs> advice because they're all married. It sucks. Well, I like I, where are the single people? I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, hopefully right, this well, was helpful. It was very helpful. Thank all you right, very take much. Take care. Take care, you guys. All bye, right, bye, bye. Bye. How's it going? Okay, pretty good. Thank What's, you. How are you? Good. What's your name? Uh, my name is Kendall. Hi, Kendall. How old are you? I am forty-two. Okay. How can I help? Or how can we help? Yeah. <laughs> New, I guess, new dating relationship and um, was online, took it offline and um, good compatibility. Um, this is after numerous dates. So finally found somebody that um, was compatible with and um, talking about everything, you know, marriage, trips, retirement. And so it's going very well. Um, at this past week, just communication has been kind of dwindling and distant. And, um, I guess it's kind of like, I would ask questions and there would be avoidance. Um, I'm like, what are you up to tonight? You know, and just kind of, cause we would do, um, nightly calls like wine nights and talk for five hours. Like, what are you up to tonight? Um, no response. And so another time I, I said, um, you know, why don't you follow me on Instagram? Give him my Instagram handle, no response. And so um, the next calls were, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so busy at work and I'll take you through my day. And anyways, kind of avoidance. So this last text uh, conversation was, um, he gives me a lot of information and this 
then just trails off and doesn't respond to the, what are you up to tonight? So I guess, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> or what should my next response be? Um, I just said, I kind of got frustrated and just said, nice, my last yeah, response. All right, so <laughs> here are the text messages with, you asked him, how's your weekend going? Yes. And then he replied back, and I think this is the detail you're referring to, just dropped off my, my just dropped my son off. It was daddy weekend for me. We went to a park and got uh, got out of the house. Last night was, last night we uh, watched boxing and UFC. I swear he knows what's going what's going on. How was your weekend? And you reply, how cute. He's going to be a little boxer. Smiley face. My weekend's good. Went to a birthday party. I'm going to get a roommate. So sorted things out with them. Uh, today's a chill day out walking in self care. What are you up to this evening? Uh, and I'm assuming you're, you're getting fresh because like you asking him is you're kind of hoping maybe he shows an interest in hanging out with you or doing something with you is my guess. Yeah. Even if it's just a, a phone conversation, because this is kind of, uh, we were kind of getting into details of talking. So just like a, um, we do FaceTime a lot. Okay. Do how, you, how long have you guys been seeing each other? Uh, it's just about a month. Oh, okay. Okay. But you've been on a few dates and you're like FaceTiming a lot. Right. Okay. Uh, and then he responds back, I'm thinking about getting one in a year, depending on if I relocate for two or three more years to my next role. Right. What did that I have to do with gonna... your question? He's talking about a roommate, <laughs> was... right? Oh, I think about getting, yeah. oh. And yeah. you just wrote, nice. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> because, because he responded to your getting a roommate and you roommate. wanted him to respond to what are you up to this evening? Right. The actual question. I don't think you did anything wrong, no. but I think, and, but if I were to like give a note, uh, instead of <laughs> like ask the questions you want the answers to, I mean, granted you did want to know what he was up to this weekend, but what you really wanted to know was, did he want to hang out? Right. right? Yeah. And so I think in the future, that's the question you should ask. Yeah, because so you're not disappointed that he's yeah. not reading your your mind. Right. Um, just be like, hey, you want to hang this week? Like, what what day would work yeah. best for you? Because something like that. What are you up to this evening or weekend? I get it. Like, it seems like it, he it should be obvious to him, but he could it just was a lead in. He could just be like, I don't know. This is what I'm up to. I don't have plans. We didn't have plans to hang out. Um, and and you wrote nice. So like, he did respond to your conversation and then you just wrote nice so what do we know we know that he's like not super into like continuing conversation uh you're not at the top forefront of his mind uh like and again this kind of reminds it's very similar to the situation with Allie mm -hmm. it's like it's probably safe to assume that you're slightly more excited about hanging out with him than he is about you yes that that doesn't mean he's not excited. But it's better to just be like open with that sometimes. And I think that's hard too because you don't want to like, I don't know, you don't want to like open yourself up to that and be too vulnerable. But like yeah, sometimes it's right. it's more helpful to be like, like we were talking about on Friday, like, oh, I, I was really excited for this date and would love to plan something as opposed yeah. to like, what are you up to? Like just putting mm -hmm. it out there and it's scary, but you're, you're disappointed anyways because he's not reading your mind. You might as well be disappointed because you know the answer. And also I think like not letting like the, um, a fear and insecurity, like, um, overpower 
like the connection that you guys had because then that will it's only been a month mm -hmm. so you will automatically kind of start making someone take a couple steps back if they were interested if they're like oh okay well I was with my son I just didn't respond and if mm -hmm. if you start getting like berated with with texts and stuff like out of kind of an insecurity then it makes people take a step back so I would just like be very just like Mm -hmm. Kind of like free to FaceTime tonight? No, cool. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this week or mm -hmm. like maybe tomorrow. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Something so, like that. So when this mm -hmm. came up, when I was when this came up, when we were talking with Allie, I was I asked her, like, why aren't you more interested in like like why don't you just chase him a little bit if you know that you're excited about him? <laughs> uh, which is a common question because I it feels like listen like. More guys are comfortable with chasing. It seems like traditionally more women are used to being chased. Yeah. There's a whole like kind of societal kind of expectation that comes down from that. But I can't chase. Our, like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm like, I can't do like, that. Like, no. but, but I listen, like the game is changing. So we have to kind of yeah. approach the the playbook a little bit differently, you know? It's and true. like here is this guy, and again, he he might be full of shit. I don't know. But he <laughs> He's like, I want to date more intentionally. You know, he's going through therapy. He could be in his head about like, maybe he's thinking to himself, I don't know. Like, I like her, but like, do I like her enough? I don't want to lead her right. on. And he's getting all in his head about this. Maybe he's pulling back because he's thinking, I need to be in love with her or I have to be really excited about her to chase her because I don't want to be accused of... You know, leading her on, leading or, her on or things like that. So it's like it it, mm -hmm. it can get confusing for both it, for, for both parties. So yes. I just think in these situations, and we kind of came up with this saying over the weekend. I think in today's world, the excited person should be the one who chases. If you know that you're excited about mm -hmm. someone, and you're and it seems pretty clear that they aren't matching your excitement level, it. It's still early on. Like you, yeah. you could you, you could go on that. one more date and hate him, and he could be obsessed with you for all you know. Like yeah. things can change so quickly <laughs> this so early on. Yeah. But right now, you know you're excited a little bit more than him. So, like on some level, if you want to pursue this, you, I think you should, I guess, chase or pursue a little bit. So, like your next test mes message should, I think, you sh it should be pretty clear about what you want. And I think it would be something like what we, hey, I. Let's plan a. How many dates have you actually been on? If you're counting FaceTime dates, no, <laughs> no, no. in person no. dates, okay. in person. Uh, well, that's, um, I'd say, I'd say two. Okay, you've been on two. All right, so only two. So I would say, uh, let's plan another date. I'd love to see you again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay. we decided like, let's plan is great because you're not saying plan me another date or you're, let's like something you're doing together. Let's yeah. plan another date. What do you like? Yeah. And then you kind of like, when are you free? What would you like to do? You're both bouncing it. It keeps the conversation going. Yeah. You can determine right. whether like they're, you know, like, yeah, uh, let's get together. Or if he says he's they're busy. Interested. And now if you say, let's plan another date and you text yeah. that mm -hmm. and he comes back with, a vague response of some mm -hmm. kind, like, oh, not this week or blah, this blah, blah. This week is super busy. This I'll let is, you know I'll next you know. week. Then <laughs> I think it's time to like, yeah. eh, because okay. if he wants to hang out with you, he might be busy, but he'll say, oh, this week's really busy, but how about next week? Yeah. At a right. minimum, he should give you a day, but like it shouldn't be yeah. some other time in the future. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Soon. Soon is right. not... 
like trying to reschedule. Yeah. Like it should be, I can't this week, but I'd love to see you again. You should be, he should go out of his way to show that he is in fact, at least wanting to see you again. Right. Uh, right. And so if you want to hang out, like say you want to hang out, if you want to FaceTime, like let's FaceTime tonight. Like don't ask him. Like, I think that a lot of people in your shoes do that. You'll say, you want him to ask you. It's like, I want him to chase. I don't want to be chased. So like, I'll just be like, what are you doing tonight? Because like, I want to hang out because I want him to say, let's FaceTime tonight. And I want him to want to, yeah. to, do, to do it. Just say, me telling him. Yeah. Just not, but it's just like, you know, you're yeah. like, just yeah. say what you want. And, yeah, and I was kind of, um, I was kind of wanting after I asked the, what are you up to tonight? It was kind of a lead in. Because if he responded, I would have said, um, you know, FaceTime went, you want to FaceTime, but he just kind of disappeared. Uh, well, you wrote nice, which is kind of like <laughs> <a> passive aggressive. <laughs> nice. And he was, I was, I he was probably was thinking, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'll, let her, I'll let her sleep this one off. She sounds a, a little irritated. She's in a mood. I'm not like, I'm just, and again, it's text message. We don't read text how people send That's it. We read it how we, how we feel. Right. So like depending on the mood yeah. he was in or the type of day he had, yeah. Maybe that nice felt passive aggressive. Yeah. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But you stopped texting and then he stopped texting. You could have mm -hmm. just as easily responded back after that text when he said, I'm thinking about getting a roommate, blah, 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 blah. You could have said, let's FaceTime tonight. Let's, yeah. let's grab dinner mm -hmm. this week. Let's, yeah. you know, Let, let's plan yeah. a second date. Yeah. Sure. You didn't. Yeah. You, I wouldn't feel yeah. bad at all about sending him a text like that. Just saying, um, yeah. let's plan a date this week when you're free. Something yeah, like right. very easy. That's not being pushy. It's not being aggressive. It's not being um, anything. It's just if he's interested, he'll be like uh, Thursday or how about right. Thursday or this week is swamped. But next week, let's whatever day. Like, I mean, he'll yeah. say that. Otherwise, you're going to kind of know if he's mm -hmm. putting you off or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just be confident about it. And not like, I mean, not I really. just think, yeah, this early on. Yeah. Like. Be careful not to try to enforce the expectations you haven't clarified with them. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we we like people, then we get all this excitement. We start expecting <laughs> things from them. They have no idea what we expect. <laughs> you've already mm -hmm. married in your head. I mean, some like but for most women, it's like I mean, you're like you've already planning the dress. You're planning all this stuff, and they're 100%. like, "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening?" So <laughs> if you are women aware, are crazy. <laughs> if you like, if you and it's like it's okay to have the, like, "Hey, I want this. To, I hope this uh, happens. I hope this happens." But just be careful that you know the difference between things that you are hoping happens and things that you've articulated to them as like an expectation. You've yeah. been like, hey, this is what I expect. You know, like right. I expect a guy to do this or this is what I want out of a relationship and I don't do this or this. And if you've, if you've expressed it, then you can enforce it. And if you haven't expressed it, yeah, they don't know. And I would, I would say express it like when you sit down, when you go on the next day or talk to them, do it over the phone, not via text, because like, like you said, like text messages come off harsh sometimes or just like yeah. not as you mean it to come off. So I would, yeah. I would do that part in person just to, yeah, as far just as to be honest it, about you, not anything with him, but just like, this is what you want and this is what you um, expect in a relationship. And so if he's cool with it, great. If not, but I think your next yeah. text is, I'd love to plan a, another date. Like let's plan another date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's okay. plan another date for this week. When are you free? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, or, or I think okay. I think you've with got this the whole <laughs> week ahead of you. So he is yeah. like seven days to choose from. So I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I think you should leave out the when are you free with the first text. Just let's okay. plan a date this week. Let's. I'd love to see you. Let's plan another date. Okay. That's what you send. Oh, that's good advice. I appreciate it. It's. So, so, are you going to send it? Send, send it, it down. Type it out you, and send it while you, we're here. Are you going to send it? I will <laughs> just 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 for you guys. I'll do it. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Send take, it. Send it. Send. Send it I'll right take now. the dare. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the dare. Okay. I will. Good job. All right. Well, let us know what happens. But yeah, send us an update. Again, okay. if see if he wants to plan the date. And then if not, then on the date, maybe you can do the whole check-in. Just be like, tell me what you like. I like you. What? Right. Want to keep doing this? Do you want to? But like you're you're analyzing his activity and then making assumptions about his interest where you could just right. ask him ask him <laughs> right yeah and he'll tell I, you I, uh-huh you know and he might throw in things like maybe and i'm you know and he's he'll he'll give you the busy excuse uh-huh. if he does if he's not interested so you already know uh-huh. what the rejection is going to look like so right you have right. nothing to lose you really. have nothing to lose and you can just be like yeah he's busy so Okay. Okay. That's what I was saying. Alrighty. All right. Good luck. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, let us know if it (laughs) It works. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Successful Mm -hmm. office hour sex. Yeah. I think she's gonna send. I I I want to make them send it. I I I know it's like everyone's like super super hesitant. I feel like the new rules (laughs) is like well we don't want to scare them off but we want to. We want to. But why would what what else are they planning to send? Like like yeah, it's like, like if you're what, coming on the show, you know you need to send it. <laughs> like yeah. and that you've been like anxious. And, and, but like, we're trying hoping to actually it. make it a much better response than than some long thing where they're like mm-hmm. pouring their hearts out or something. Totally. It's like this is good for you. And I think yeah. every, all those little <laughs> words matter. Like I don't. The reason why I don't think she should say like when are you free because mm-hmm. like that's not the tone of that conversation. She's opening up a new one, and it could sound a little. Mm. Um, a little okay. See, it's good. I'm nitpicking, but a little like again, he could just be, you know, if I don't know this guy, it might it could seem aggressive to him, which I know is nitpicking. Really? When are you free? I'm 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 totally nitpicking, but like he, you can. I feel like because then he would have to say like, um, let's plan something, because otherwise he could just say, um, yeah, let's do that. And then it's like, then you have when to still say, free? okay, so when works for you? And then yeah, you're still it, asking it, but he could be very evasive. Com- it keeps the conversation going. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, again, like if he is evasive, then yeah. you, you know. Then you know, yeah. You know, but like, I'd love to hang out. When are you free? It just, I'm just saying from a guy's point of view, it, it could come across as, I think it's the opposite. How Like you always hear sometimes like, You've heard the cliche, like, don't ask, just sit, let's get together for dinner as a guy. It's just, it sounds more assertive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Tuesday. And he's like, oh, my God, I guess I'm going on a date on Tuesday. And I, I think it's because, again, the chasing part, but, like, yeah. men aren't as used to being chased either. Yeah. So I think as uncomfortable as women can be with chasing, I think sometimes men yeah. also like can it. be. I, no, they can be, I think they can be uncomfortable with it, Oh, too. really? So I I don't not always, but I think sometimes they can be a little, hmm. you know. Okay. They can be like, oh, I I should be the one chasing or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think these old school stereotypes exist for a reason. Like, 
if if women are so reluctant to be chased, which seems to be still a common thing, I think a lot of men still are often not used to being chased. Yes, they yeah. like to like almost push back a little bit, but like, oh well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, Wednesday, you know, because I decided on Wednesday. Yeah, you asked for Tuesday. <laughs> like, I just think it's. Yeah, because I think it's like c- comes with like the clingy narrative, yeah, of like wanting to kind of like shut that down right away and not create false in- expectations. Instead of being like a like a powerful woman, like you know what you want, and like a sort of it's like okay, well, I want to go on a date with you, so let's yeah. we don't have to follow these uh, old school rules. Yeah, this little dance yeah. where but I pretend it, I'm, I'm like coy about it. Yeah, yeah but I'm, then I'm, you could be yeah like stalkish I'm or stalkerish and clingy. I'm in a room with three accomplished, uh, uh, smart boss women, <laughs> but all have acknowledged to me that they're like, yeah, but I please chase me. I like to be chased. <laughs> <laughs> please chase me. Which is totally fine. I'm just saying, clearly, we have yeah. like just years and years and years of yeah. like this, like this conditioning, is conditioning like societal of societal. This is how yeah. we do it, and I'm just saying, men have also been conditioned to ex- want to chase. So I just yeah. think. Like just understanding that gives them a a, a little hmm. bit of yeah room to feel like they're doing something. <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrap it up with some rapid okay. fire, Mary. Okay. Um, just come some fun uh, questions about you and your castmates. Okay. But you have to give an answer. Okay. No maybes. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, or, it's are really there gonna easy. be someone here? Like, no, you're like she's definitely gonna say maybe. No. <laughs> Who uh, would you want to trade closets with? Chriselle. Chriselle. I feel like we all kind of guessed that, right? <laughs> Christine has some good items, though. She has some unique They seem stuff. like specific to her Christine, where it's like, that might look good on you and it's flashy, but I don't know if I'd wear it. Yeah, Amanda's mm. is my best friend, and, and I still, like, I can't pull that off. I'm not... You're not going to do the long uh, pigtails? No, yeah. like, I, the, it just wouldn't... I, I would look like I'm trying too hard. It's just not me. It's... No. Who would you want to be your realtor? Jason. What if it wasn't Jason? Chriselle. Okay. Who did you have the worst first impression of? They could be your best friend now. First impression. Like, who were you at first from, like, I don't know. Or maybe they surprised you, too. Chelsea. Who's the most different from their public perception? You can include yourself in that, too. (laughs) It might be me, actually. Why? I guess at work and, and when I'm out, I'm very, like open and and very like on point and and love to um like interact with fans and and viewers and stuff like that but i have like um i kind of have a little bit of social anxiety too um only since i think the show started because i didn't realize it before there weren't like crowds of people around but um but yeah but i can look like i'm one way and i'm like hey because i want to make sure everyone gets a good experience but then i'm like I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh gosh, and and I have to go. And I, I I like just like staying at home, sitting there, like watching TV and and hanging out with Romaine, just like very very private. Um, but then the only time people see me like on Instagram or anything like that, I'm out like at all these events and stuff. So they have one perception of of who I am and what I do. And then, but the like the real me is like. When all my work is done, I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling. I'm going to be in sweats and my hair is pulled up, no makeup, and I'm happy. Who's the funniest? Amanda. Why? Oh, that girl is a riot. She keeps me laughing all the time. She just is so quick-witted. I'll show you guys a, a video she did the other day. She she just doesn't care about what anybody thinks or, or says. And and she just is so quick and she her... 
her just energy is just so happy and just entertaining. She's she's a riot. Who would you describe as your work wife or husband or spouse? Jason. We all saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. my my husband's okay with that though. He called you babe, Jason, on the show. Oh yeah, we we I know we call each other babe all the time. And, and your husband's okay with that? How is that? Uh, he, we actually had this conversation last week about like when you're in a relationship, what are the boundaries when it comes to like words of affirmation mm -hmm. or other like affectionish affection type of words of I don't know I'm an idiot, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have had that conversation before where where Romaine has been like, I mean, I would prefer. If you don't call him babe, because um, something came up where someone was mad about something. I was like, what? You don't care, do you? He's like, well, I would I, prefer I, if you guys I don't could do, do without that. It. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I mean, I know you guys have done that since day one, but but we all say it to each other. We like, if you're in a room, there's like 20 people in there. And we're like, hey, babe, 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 yeah. babe, like to everybody. So it's not like one person, but then we also say, I love you. And so I'm like, I, after a while, but. He says, love you, bro. So now we're yeah. just okay with it. But yeah, it's probably best not to say it's it. It's always funny when you like identify yourself as like, I'm not a jealous person. Yeah. Or, <laughs> but even when you say that, there's, it seems like you, then you get tested for it. Yeah. It's like you remember like being like, well, I'm not a jealous person. And I guess like I recognize like I'm not actually worried. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'd prefer you not to like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not normal. I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't like, I'm not worried about it. Like, but I'd love not to like have even, I would never, I'd like to not ask myself if I should be worried about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, all right. And final one, which is probably the most important. Who would you be okay with or who would you prefer to marry your son? <laughs> Like, um, obviously, it's not gonna, Like, not age. Not kind of pending age Heather, situation. Like, Heather. She's already married, but Heather. But the personality Ooh. would be someone you'd... Heather. Why Heather? Why Heather? Because she is like an angel. She is like the most loving, caring... She is an amazing wife, an amazing woman. And she just... Um, I know my son would be looked after and, and loved, like every single piece of him like until the day he dies she what, is what a, a very nice compliment little. for heather yeah. yeah you're gonna be making vegan thanksgiving though, uh, right? <laughs> that's okay that's all right <laughs> but yeah my son might not like it but he'll get used to it <laughs> uh mary yeah. thank you so much for coming thank you what a pleasure uh where uh can the people find you on social uh the mary fitzgerald on i think ig and tiktok and everything else i think i think it's the mary fitzgerald the mary fitzgerald yeah. all right any That's final it. thoughts you want to share with the audience before we let you go? Other than obviously watch the reunion. Yeah, everybody watch the reunion. Keep binging uh, season five so we can get a season six. It's not, it's not a certainty yet? I thought you renewed for a season six. I know, it keeps it, it's out there a lot that we're renewed, but um, Netflix hasn't given a green light yet, but it's all based on the, the viewership. Um, Is the, that like number this, one on Netflix Yeah, right now? so I mean, we're pretty sure, but let's just make it solid. Like <laughs> you don't want to risk anything. Don't you want to be like, like, swimming? I, I know. I want to. I don't know. If, I is number one good Netflix? It. Is it good? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Like, is it's it, all right. Is it, it's okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate thank it. You. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, uh, review, five stars. You know, we'd appreciate it. And anything else? Get, if you want help writing a text, join office hours. Join office hours. Uh, Mondays around noonish is uh, Pacific time, 3, 3 p.m. Eastern is around the time we do this. I think a lot of people could use help with this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey guys, thanks for watching, but before you go, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell so you don't miss any future videos like our Monday's Ask Nick for your favorite relationship stories and advice, and our Tuesday Bachelor Recaps. See you next time.